Are we ready? Hold your fucking balls. I gotta get this all situated. Okay. Oh my god. She said, hold your fucking balls. It's better than smacking my balls like you were last night. It was fun. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. I did. I really do like smacking balls. Especially when they're all like grouped up together and I can get a good little ball tap. <laughs> a good little fucking ball tap, she says. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, it was more than a tap. Oh, you make it sound like I punched them. I mean, you slap them pretty good. But you don't tell me yellow, so I'm going to keep going. Well, yeah, because I ain't no bitch. <laughs> then it's not as bad as you're making it sound. Um, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine because you like it. That's why your dick stays hard. I mean, I like it because you like it. Oh, uh, okay. I can't really say <laughs> that I like it. You're like, I'm not going to go and like try to achieve this on my own because I'm not really wanting that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not like I'm out there smacking my own balls. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that feels great. Fucking smack my balls. <laughs> I think it's awesome. Well, I'm I'm glad. And I'm really glad that you let me let me do that because I really do like smacking some balls around. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna smack these balls across your forehead. <laughs> it's a pineapple party. Oh, we got polyamory too. What's that? You want a kink fest? A little BDSM? Well, buckle up, buttercups, because we got that too. It's the Kitchen Sink ENM and Kink Podcast. Oh, no, no. It is another episode. Yes, it is. What is this, 39 now? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. 39. No. Why did I write 29? Uh, Because I have, it was a typo. You're blonde underneath all that red. Yeah, it's starting to show. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so another long-ass week of work for me. It was... 66 six hours, yeah. Yeah, you were killing it. <clears throat> Making that money because we got a lot of shit going on this summer. Uh, yes, we have got many, many plans that are finally getting put together, and it's getting exciting. It is getting exciting. Uh, first thing is I believe I will be at Pandora's Resort uh, for Memorial Day weekend. Yes. We're trying to get that working. Uh, and I don't think I'm going to be able to make Splash Atlanta. No. Because I haven't been able to talk to the man in charge. And that's a lot of money. And on also, top of that, we were we were trying to... It would be nice if we could be together on that one, which we kind of already knew we weren't going to. But there's just a lot going on that week. Yes. Um, just between sending the kid up and having in-law yeah. in the house yeah so uh i don't think i'm gonna make splash atlanta this year but we're gonna try next year yeah uh and then of course uh we will be back up at pandora's resort for january yeah, january june june 3rd fucking january jesus christ i thought it was june 9th yeah june 9th <laughs> june 3rd is splash atlanta oh you got me all fucked up now <laughs> Yes, yeah, so June 9th, that yes. weekend, we will be at Pandora's Resort and together. Yes, we'll be there together. And we, are also, we will also have Jeff and Jessica there. Yes. They're coming from Delaware, or <laughs> Pennsylvania, or wherever the fuck they're from. Delco. 
Delco. Yeah. <laughs> Simple as that. Um, yeah. So that'll be really nice to have people that we've been talking to for quite some time um, from one of our Facebook groups. Yes. And uh, that'll be absolutely awesome to be able to hang out with them and uh, explore Pandora's and the new improvements that they have made and see absolutely. how it all works. And I'm hoping they like it because we loved it last year. Absolutely. We did. And it does sound like from our inside scoop that they are making some great changes there. So I can't wait to see can't how things either. are being managed now. Absolutely. Um, and then after that, we will probably be back to Pandora's quite a bit. Yeah. Um, um, probably the, trying to hit it up most weekends. Yeah. Pretty much every weekend in June mm-hmm. and try. And then still undecided what we're doing for July 4th. Yes. I have to, me and That's my undecisive brain. Yeah. yeah. We're either going to be at Pandora's mm-hmm. for the actual July 4th holiday. Correct. And then. Driving down to New Orleans. Driving to New Orleans for Naughty and Nolans. Yes. We are officially booked. We will be staying at the Nopsy Hotel. Which is actually pretty cool because they have the BDSM room there. Yes. The dungeon is at the Nopsy. Which is, I'm like. I, I'm okay that we're not at the main hotel just because the, the dungeon's going to be there and I'm all about that. And I'm like, yes. Yes. And they also do the topless pool parties and Yay. stuff like that there. Um, so if you have not reserved your spot for Naughty in New Orleans yet. Do it quickly. Do it now because that shit is selling out fast. It is the biggest swinger event in the world. In the country. Country. Yeah. Close enough. <laughs> Um, they're expecting 2,200 people. Yes. That's fucking crazy. And the one hotel has what? 700 700 rooms rooms and they're all filled at the Astoria crown. Yeah. And that is sold out already. That is a lot of people already. That right there can guarantee you is 1400 people, not including anybody that might be sharing a room. Yeah. So that's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Uh, the Nopsy is filling up fast. And also, by the way, these hotels are amazing. Yeah, they're they are top notch. Yeah, they're nice hotels. Not like some of the hotel takeover hotels that you may be used to. Yeah. You know, they're not like run down like prostitute motels. <laughs> yeah, no, these are like you almost feel like you have to be they're dressed like, in fancy attire. They're like three, four star hotels. Yeah. Yeah, so. like there's marble flooring, like the there's pillars that are like just creamy white and gorgeous and I'm just like, how, what am I supposed to wear when I'm down there versus like outside of the actual event? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. Yes. Um, but we're trying to decide if we're going to go to uh, New Orleans for the 4th of, of July. Yeah. Or if we're going to go to Pandora's. I have to decide. So I should let you all know by next week what I am, what we have decided because yes. we'll be talking about it then. Absolutely. Uh, and then for our... PA, New Jersey, New York, Maryland, Delaware people. <laughs> we are officially booked at Sunny Rest. Yay! For July 21st to the 26th. Yes. So we'll be there for five days. Yes. Well, five nights, yes. six days. So if you want to see us, you are more than welcome to come up for the day or whatever and hang out with us at Sunny Rest. Uh, we don't plan on doing a whole lot of traveling around. No. Um, We'll be driving like 14 hours, so we're going to basically be there to chill and just hang out by the pool. I'm going to be getting my tan on, being all naked and enjoying my life. And if you don't want to come to Sunny Rest and pay the day fee or whatever, we 
we'll be doing a meet and greet yes with the delco crew mm-hmm. that's that, gonna be on that friday yeah, the 28th yeah the, the 28th so after that i think we're gonna be go, hitting up on the clubs with so. jeff and jessica mm-hmm. so yeah that's kind of our summer plans for right now yeah that's you know, a lot of information but if you want to hang out with us at any of that stuff make sure that you book your your reservations and stuff in advance because that stuff fills up really quick yeah we literally were just talking about naughty narlands like two and a half weeks ago and went to book and the hotel we wanted was already done like filled out so we were like well that happened fast and we're still three months away yeah well or two two months away but i was waiting to hear back from the people who run it because i had some like business business questions we needed to discuss but but it's okay um i know they're busy with all kinds of stuff too and i didn't hear back from them yet so we just decided to go ahead and book yeah, better safe than sorry. So if you want to go, just make sure you just get your tickets and, and get your hotel set up. Yes. So now that we got that covered, <laughs> you look fucking hot, by the way. Oh, do I? Yeah. You like my little, I don't even know what kind of this outfit this is. I, I just threw it together. I don't know, but <laughs> the thigh highs with the like porn star schoolgirl skirt <laughs> that doesn't cover anything. It's basically like <laughs> a little kid's tutu. <laughs> does look like a little kid's tutu and then your black like halter top bra thing whatever you want to call that bralette yeah it's like a bralette yeah it's fucking hot i got some good pictures though oh good your booty looks amazing well i think it's my uh my whole pvc boots that are yes boosting my butt up yeah she's got like ankle high pvc black boots yes they are they are my uh i'm going to own you oh (laughs) So I'm taking it that there's going to be a segment that you're going to be in charge, huh? There just might be. Oh, okay then. But before we get to that, Mm -hmm. let's uh, go ahead and get into swinging. Yeah. All right. All right. So this is kind of something for both of us for discussion uh, as far as like pros and cons. And we've partaked in both of these. Um, There are male, female, male scenarios. Uh versus your female male female scenarios what it's like what is it like when like you're trying to get it to kind of come about as far as like making it happen like setting it up right so you know do you go off your comfortability with it you know as far as you know you know the people and that's how it goes or do you kind of go with like something that just kind of randomly develops uh, well, I think for me, um, like obviously the better we know another male, mm-hmm. the higher the chances of me wanting to do a male, female, male. Okay. Um, especially if I know you like them. Right. Like if I know that you're attracted to them and that you want to play with them, then I'm nine times out of 10, like I'm down to make that happen. Okay. Um, if you approach me you know, with someone that you had found that I don't really know. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, obviously we would all kind of chat and kind of get to know the guy and stuff like that before anything would happen. Mm-hmm. But I'm on that line of, if I think it'll make you happy, I'll probably go along with it. But you might not be fully into it. In, yeah. Like, it, like certain moments may kind of pull you out of it. And then you kind of have to like, 
find something that'll pull you back in basically. Yeah. Cause I find that the random guys tend to be the one uppers. Oh yes. We've talked about the one uppers where it's one of those, they have to kind of prove that they're not necessarily think that they're better than you, but that they can give me a good time because they think that their dick is great. Yeah. Those guys kind of annoy me. So if Somewhere they annoy me too. If they're one of those, then like, as long as you're having a good time, mm-hmm. I, I'll kind of bite my tongue. But like, if I can tell that you're getting annoyed with it, then I it, have no problem being like, bro. Like we're shutting this down. Either that or I'll be like, hey, you don't have to try to win any awards here. Yeah. I feel like for me, it definitely can be a turnoff if they're trying to like, wow me. Like, just be yourself. Like, whatever you got is probably going to be better than you trying harder than you need to because it's going to come across that way. And I'm going to pick up on it and be like, okay, why why are you trying so hard for this? Or why does it seem like you're really, like, fixated on a certain, uh, you know, maneuver that you're trying to do with me or something? Yeah, I mean, that kind of stuff just gets under my skin. But if they're cool and they're just kind of go with the flow, mm-hmm. you know, and they're like, Hey, whatever she wants, you know, that's what we're going to do. Yeah. That's cool with me. Um, I feel like those guys are few and far between. I but, agree. <clears throat> I think that's probably why we haven't had a whole lot of the male, female, male encounters mm-hmm. just because I almost feel like that scenario, at least for our dynamic is harder to find almost like unicorns because of the fact that, there's not many that come across just natural and not wanting to one up. Yeah. Well, and you have the issue of you don't like overly big dicks. Right. And And I also don't want another dominant guy either. Like I don't want them to be submissive, but I also don't want them to be like trying to be a dominant towards me. Right. Like I want it to just be, we're having fun and we're fucking because this is what we like to do. Right. Like, that's what I want. I don't want you to be like, I'm going to, you know, dumb you and I'm going to do this and that. And I'm like, no, no, yeah, I can do that too. Bend the fuck over. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I, I think the hardest thing that I've noticed with you and the guys you like mm-hmm. is the fact that they end up being too big for your comfort level. And yeah. And that, then it kind of ruins it for me. Yeah. Cause then you're like, well, shit. I mean, I'll suck your dick, but. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, and even then, depending on how big it is, like well, it's, a, yeah, it's, it's a struggle. And my biggest thing, because I like to give oral back, especially if they've obviously given it to me, like I don't have a very big mouth. Like I can't, I want to be able to enjoy doing it because I enjoy giving head. So if you've got a big fucking cock, I'm not enjoying myself because guess what? I got fucking locked on now and I'm going to be sore for the next hour because I was trying to make it good for you and try not to run my teeth all across your dick. Yeah. Which then totally kills it for me because I'm literally that whole time going open my mouth as wide as I can. Don't let my teeth hit him. Right. Like you can't just get into it and enjoy the moment because you're too busy worrying about if you're going to hurt him or not. Exactly. And that totally kills it for me because I'm I'm there. Therefore, I'm no longer in it. Like, right. Because for, for you... I mean, you can almost get off just by giving head. I can. Like, if you're really into it. Yeah. Like, so, like, I can understand that. And, like, it it sucks that, I mean, okay, let me rephrase. It doesn't suck <laughs> that you're built the way you are. But <laughs> oh, it makes you. it very hard for you to enjoy the lifestyle. Yes. Because. I have, like, all these, like, checklists that have to be 
in place for it to work for me. Yeah. And a lot of the men in the lifestyle are on the larger side, at least like the guys that play separately or they're single. Yeah. They tend to be, you know, eight, nine plus. Yeah. And like as thick as a beer can. You right. Know. And like my mouth does not open like that. It just, Neither does your vagina. <laughs> no, <laughs> it is my vagina. Like you could add as much lube as you wanted. And it was like, no, I could maybe get the head. And then like, what's the point of that? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like it, it does suck in the fact that it makes it hard for you to enjoy the people that you enjoy. Right. Because it usually ends up being that I like the person individually and then come to find out they've got this huge fucking cock. And I'm like, well, what the fuck now? Right. <laughs> like I just put all this time and energy thinking this was going to go somewhere. And then that happens. And there's going to be people out there that, that'll be like, Oh, you just need to try it. You know, you just need to try it. You know, it'll, it, it'll be fine. It'll, it'll only hurt for, you know, a little bit. <laughs> right. And I'm like, okay, so I do not like pain down there whatsoever. Just, I don't, I can, I've, I've learned over the years, and this is from, you know, being basically an amateur porn star that I can smack my clit with my hand. It, I've gotten to the point where I'm okay with it. It doesn't turn me on though. Mm-hmm. Like it's not going to make my pussy wet. <laughs> yes. And, and the other thing that like pulls you out of, you know, that feel good moment is the ring of fire. Oh my God. Yeah. So like if no. they're too thick then automatically you're like, nope, 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 nope. Right, like I'll tense up and then like instant, as soon as I feel any ounce of no pleasure, I will dry up and then we're just done unless we have lube. And even then, like I got to build back up again because I was experiencing pain and my my brain just goes, no. Yeah, because I mean like we've tried with toys, you know, like. You've tried to put two toys in me and it doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, because like I want you to be able to experience, you know, the the men that you want to experience Mm -hmm. you know so like i try to help you with building that up and you know we use bigger toys and it just never seems to work no like it's as soon as that ring of fire starts i'm done and then you can't even continue even if you were to get it in like you can't kind of enact what the dick would be doing you know back and forth thrusting Mm -hmm. because then i'm like nope nope what are we doing and i'm out of it yeah so that's definitely a challenge with the male, female males. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if we find like a normal size guy, half the time you're not into them. <laughs> that, yeah, that's happened quite a few times. Because like I make friends all the time, mm-hmm. you know, like at parties and events and stuff. And like I know like physically you may like not be totally attracted to them. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, if, the, if she just talks to him, kind of gets to know him, you know, and like I've seen his dick, like it's normal. Like right. she'll be down with that. Yeah. But I can never get you to come around to being like, yeah, this guy's cool. You know, <laughs> it does take me a while, but it's not like it hasn't happened because no, it, it has happened, but it just takes time. And, and it's not one of those things I can make happen like in, in night. one night. No, yeah. no, it definitely, unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. I need to be, you know, talking to that person for a little while and, you know, whether it be like on the phone, messenger, whatever, or just like at a hotel takeover, if we got to meet them on like a Thursday, Friday, and then got to play by like Saturday night, that would probably happen. Right. But I cannot meet that person right off the bat and be like, yeah, let's go play. Yeah. I mean, the only time that's ever happened was at Paradise. Yeah. 
That was the only one time. With the couple that we played with. Within eight years. That was the one time that that actually happened. Yep. And I was nervous as hell, but like at the same time, I was like, I'm down. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like I was, I was super happy that night because. It was a great night. That worked out perfectly. I mean, I hate that you didn't get all the things you wanted out of it, but I mean, I I was super happy that you were like, yeah, let's go do this. Yeah. Because I'm like, that fucking never happens. No, it never happens. (laughs) Like this bitch needs like, you know, 16 fucking days and. (laughs) 10 love letters and, you know, <laughs> six pigeons with, you know, gifts and <laughs> him laying it all out there in yeah, front of me. Like, this is what the dick I present you with. And Do here, you accept my lady? Like you talked to this guy for maybe two, three hours total. And yeah. you were like, yeah, yeah, I'll fuck you. And I'm like, oh, it finally happened. And yeah. then he didn't fuck you. And I'm like, I know. Oh my God. That was like the worst part. Like I was down for it all. And I didn't get that. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. So for the female, male, female. Yes. We've never actually had that. The we've had female, female, male. Oh, yeah. But we've never actually had a female, male, female. No. Mm-mm. So that's okay, though, because for me, I mean, I don't know if I really want to attempt that because then, you know, it's a ton of work for me. Yeah, I mean we've and, we've had that in the poly realm, and I don't have you to kind of help keep the other woman, mm-hmm. you know, happy, right? While I'm with you, right? Because with a female, female, male, yeah, they if just I'm, want the male. If I'm fucking you, you can be you know going down on her or making out with her, and yeah, everybody's you know doing something, yeah. But if it's a female, male, female, I got to be like fucking you, fingering her. Yeah, you, you know, got a lot of work because or, those ladies aren't really going to do anything with, right. each, with each other. Or like, you know, she's got to be standing over top of me or something. And <laughs> right, right. Like, I got to eat her out while I'm fucking you. You know, that's... That's a lot of work. It is and, a lot of And work. then, like, like, I personally would probably struggle with that because, like, if, say, I was, you know, with... It was just female, female, female. And I had the strap on. Like, I would have a hard time trying to figure out where I can put myself to be in the best position to please both ladies. Right. It, it's fucking hard. That was, that'd be a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Like, so, I mean, I, like I, I wouldn't turn one down, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to go out of my way to do it. Right. Like if it was presented to you and you had two ladies, whether it was me or two other ladies that were wanting to play with you, you'd be like, I'm going to give this a shot. I'm gonna get the best I get. Right. But I'm not going to go up to, you know, two separate chicks at a club mm-hmm. and be like, hey, would you two like to go back to a room? You know, <laughs> right. and they're like, well, we're not by like, I don't care. I'll just fuck both of you. I mean, I like, think you would you would I don't think you would go up to make that happen. No, I, I would not make that. happen. <laughs> but like, definitely. If it but was- if they came up to me yeah. and was like, hey, we both think you're, you know, really hot and we want to fuck you. Right. I'd be like, are y'all going to play too? And if they're like, no, I'd be like, okay, like I'll try. Right. But don't expect me to be a fucking magician. Yeah. In that, in that case, like, and that's a fairly good point that you brought up. You're putting it out there. That way those ladies know that, Hey, if he's not giving you any attention, not, not, not that he's not giving you any attention. Let me rephrase that. He's focused on one 
but you see like he can't really either reach you to do something with like his mouth or his hand go sit on the edge of the bed and like play with yourself while they're doing something and then come back in right or like get in a position where you could like you know rub my balls and play with yourself or you know do something don't just like stare at me like when's it my turn again yeah when's it my turn again (laughs) when's my turn again when can i get the dick you can give me the dick and give me the dick. It's like a dog waiting <laughs> yeah. by the door going, are we going for a walk? Are we going for a walk? Yeah, like, don't do that to me. <laughs> that would just stress him out. He's like, look, I'm already dealing with one bitch right now. I I'll know. be with you in a minute. So for that reason, like, I will never chase that okay. dynamic. Yeah. But if it came to me, I would give it a shot. I can understand that. And I mean, the fact that it's not something that you typically would go for, if it was presented to you, I would say go for it because like, when's the next time that's going to happen? <laughs> never. Right. I mean, it's never happened yet. So, right. So that's why it's like, might as well go for it if it was presented to you because you don't know when the next time could be. Yeah. I mean, it may not be a good time when it's all said and done. It may suck, but. Right. But then you'd be like, I tried it. But then you would know if, if and when it ever occurred again, be like, okay, this is how it's going to go down. And I'm going to let you know ahead of time. Yeah. Because I've been there, done that. (laughs) Right. But as far as like female, female, male. Mm hmm. That I would totally do. Like, I would seek that out as we do in the poly world. Yeah. That one's a little bit easier because then that's kind of where I come in more because there is that opportunity for me to play with that female and right. keep her stimulated in other ways while you're either doing something with me or, you know, keep her engaged with me when you're doing something with her. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this. Male, male, female for you. Male, male, female? Mm-hmm. Two by guys. Hmm. Yeah, now I may actually do that one time just to see it up close in person. <laughs> like, I'm not opposed to by guys. Um, it's not something that I look for. Um, but I, if I'm included with that and I get attention as well, I'm a okay with trying it at least once. I mean, I, I'm just curious because like, I know you're into the whole pegging thing and yeah. all that. I mean, so like, cause there's so many different dynamics that you could do in that scenario. There's with, a lot. And with two by guys and a chick with a strap on. I mean, right. Cause like you could totally be getting railed by some, by one dude who's, and then the other one's riding your strap on. Right. You know, like if you're on your back, yeah. one dude's riding your strap on, the other one's fucking you. Yeah, totally. Or like you all could have like a train, you know. <laughs> oh my God, yes. Like I could be with my strap on fucking his ass and then the other guy can be fucking my ass. Right. Yeah. And like, then the guy could be jerking the front guy off. Like there's so many or, different. Or I could if he couldn't really reach depending. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I mean. I mean, I'm tiny, so he should be able to reach. <laughs> But I was just curious if that was something that you'd be into because of the fact that you do like the whole like strap on play and all that. Yeah. Like I think, I don't think it would bother me. Like, I don't think it would not turn me. I don't feel like it would turn me off to watch two guys, but if they're, as long as they were involved with me. But like, if you were attracted to both of them, yeah. do you think it would turn you on? It might. Like, yeah. Knowing that the two guys are playing with each other. I think so. I think so. And then especially if I can be like be in control of like telling the one guy to suck the other guy's dick. Yeah. 
Yeah, see, like that's kind of what I figured. Like you would totally be into I, that scenario. Yeah, I think I would feel my uh, inner Dom coming out, going, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna fucking ruin these guys' asses." <laughs> be like, I'm gonna make him swallow that guy's load. <laughs> so, is there any final thoughts that you have on on these scenarios? Um, I mean, I it. Do you find? I mean, we kind of already went over like the cons for the male, female, male. Mm. Do we have really any pros for that? Well, yeah. Besides I mean, like, I mean, know. the pros are the, the female should be completely satisfied. I mean, yeah, she's got two, two guys. Yeah. So, you know, whether that's DP, DVP, mm-hmm. you know, being spit roasted, mm-hmm. you know, like there's always something happening to her. Right. You know, like she could be getting eaten out while she's sucking dick or, you know, whatever the case is. And the then female's I guess always being satisfied somehow. And I guess it's kind of the same thing for the female, male, female, as far as like a pro is that you got you for you, you'd have two females. Right. And that would, you know, but I feel like for a female, male, female to work well, for me, mm-hmm. they would have to like not care about being close to one another while mm-hmm. they're doing things. Right. And the same thing like with two guys, if it's a male, female, male. Right. Like you got to be okay with getting all up in there close to right. their naughty bits, even if you're not bisexual or whatever. Right. Like, because if you go like, well, I can't be close because you guys are, then it's going to kind of right, make like, things not flow very naturally. And right. you're going to have like breakups in between and yeah, kind of kill the moment. If I'm fucking one girl and we're in a position where like the other girl could be like sucking my balls. Mm-hmm. I want that to happen. Right. And you, and the other girl would have to be okay with like her face being right there at her crotch. Like, right be okay if you're not okay with that then that definitely is probably going to make it not be fully enjoyable for you right you know so like stuff like that would have to be okay between the two women Mm -hmm. in order for it to be good with me yeah that makes sense and the same thing i'm sure you know for you with two guys like they have to be okay with like their dicks or balls may touch right you you know right it is what it is yeah so do you feel like uh in the future that you would seek out more male, female males or any of the other dynamics? Um, I think when it comes to like a male, female, male, I would definitely do it again. Um, I would definitely want it with you and I'd have to find another guy that I do feel close to. Um, because I, I like having kind of like the person know me. You know, I don't, I don't want that random who, you know, he's, he's trying to play catch up because, you know, you've known me for nine years. So the random guys don't really like turn you on. No. Cause like, I know for some people that's the, that's the whole thing. It's the randomness and no, it gives me anxiety. Mm. (laughs) No, it's no offense. It's just my, the way my brain works with it. I feel more relaxed and more comfortable with somebody who, I know them more than just an acquaintance or just a random, like completely just met them. Okay. So like say our friend Brenna from the front porch swingers, Mm -hmm. she's a hot wife. Yes. So she is constantly meeting new men. Mm -hmm. Now she plays alone normally, Mm -hmm. but she does engage in 
male, female, male, you know, with her different play partners and Mm -hmm. stuff. So do you feel like the way she goes about things, you know, like with finding new males, like if she meets them on like Cassidy or something, Mm -hmm. messages them a couple of times, they meet for a drink or whatever. And then if things are good there, they set up a play date. Uh Like, do you feel like that's getting to know them enough or do you feel like you have to be like, really good friends with them. I have like, to be really good friends with them because you're like telling me this. So I'm like, oh my God, I'm like already <laughs> hyperventilating inside. If Brenda listens to this, she's going to be like this poor bitch. I know. <laughs> like Brenda, I'm sorry, honey, you're a pro. I can't, I gave you total props on that. I just, I, my little body's like, I'm, I'm nervous. I don't think I can do it. <laughs> See, like, I feel like I could do that with women. Like if I met them on a site, Maybe it's because you can finesse and like you, you just have that like charismaticness about you. Well, I mean, I feel like I know people really quickly. Yeah, and I don't. Because I can read people very well. And I don't. So <laughs> I need time. If we met for drinks and spent an hour or two together, yeah. I would know, okay, I think we'd be compatible in the bedroom. Gotcha. Yeah, see, I, I would totally fail on that one. Like I would nine times out of ten, I could bet money on it that I would read that situation or any get together completely wrong. Got it. So, so it, it would be a crapshoot if I were to meet some guy on Cassidy and go out for a drink or dinner and choose to be like, okay, let's go forward. Cause I think it's okay. I think we're going to well, be compatible. Well, but that's what she did. I mean, like she didn't start out as a pro. I mean, like if you listen to their earlier episodes, like she's had a lot of like shit shows. Oh, you know, it's just a matter of doing it, you know, and learning how to spot red flags and, you know, and how to spot the good qualities in people. I feel I would still really fail about that. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about like to, okay. Th- I mean, this isn't obviously related to swinging, but like when I was dating, there were so many people that had red flags. I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll give you a fourth try. <laughs> like, I can't. Okay. I'm so terrible. I'm going to have to ask her to listen to this. Yes. The segment so that whenever we meet them in person uh-huh. at Naughty New Orleans, yes, she can talk to you about this. Yes, yes. Well, like put a little <laughs> side note on this episode, episode thirty nine. Talk to Tink about how to date singles. <laughs> Watch for red flags <laughs> because she's going to be do like, "What they look like?" <laughs> yeah, because I, I just have, and I think Brian too is going to be like. What is wrong with this bitch? <laughs> a lot. There's a lot wrong with me. You will come to find out. <laughs> no, I mean, we all know everyone, you know, does this lifestyle differently. Yes. And that's fine. Like, I'm just trying to pick your brain because we've been at this for a long time now. Yeah. And lifestyle wise, like you haven't really varied too much Not in, really. in what you've enjoyed Mm-mm. and what you've wanted to do. No. I mean, like the biggest jump was going from soft swap with guys to full swap with guys. Yeah. But nothing else has really changed. I mean, like you still have to have like that super close friendship and like you don't just want to fuck to fuck. No. (laughs) I mean, like you will once you're friends with somebody. Right. But But I have to get to that friend level before I'm like, yeah, you're really hot. Let's fuck. Like, nope. But that how I roll. Yeah. Okay. Well. Maybe one day. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, like we've talked before, 
when it comes to swinging, it's always basically like a revolving change for you. So, you know, you're going to not, you're not going to stay in the same place forever. No. I mean, certain things are going to open a door for you and you're going to go down that path. I mean, some people say the same, but most people I think evolve. And I think in, in besides the going from soft swap to full swap, um, I feel like I've grown more than that because, you know, I'm more open to playing with guys where before it was like, I just want a female. Well, yeah, but that, that went along with, you know, you started soft swapping with guys. Yeah. But it was kind of like a, a twofold. They kind of went together. But the biggest jump was basically going from playing with the women mm-hmm. to sleeping with guys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that was the biggest change for you. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, it's, it's still been like you want close friends to play with. Mm-hmm. You nine times out of 10 want me involved with another guy. Yeah. So like you want that male, female, male. Mm-hmm. Or like you want a group play session that like the two guys are right there with both the females. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean, you haven't really differed too much. Like you haven't really wanted to go out and try like the whole hot wife thing or mm-hmm. like uh, from my side, like you haven't really wanted me to do like the hot husband thing or anything like that. No. Like we've just kind of stayed at the normal like we'll play with who we're comfortable with and Mm -hmm. that's that yeah that's where i'm at (laughs) i mean i feel like i'm open to various things i feel like you are compared to to where i am but i think it's just because like it's not that i'm not open-minded like you are but i feel like there's more things that you are more open to than what I am. Well, yeah. And I think the biggest part of that is, I mean, because you are very attractive, you have so many people hounding you. I kind of have to be picky. Yeah. Like, otherwise you're just going to be like the walking high school slut. Yeah. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you want to do. Right. But I mean, you've said from the beginning, like you didn't want to be that. No, I was that in high school. I'm not, I'm not like that now, which is totally as backwards if you're in like the swing lifestyle from all the people that we've talked to, because you know, right. you are out there to enjoy yourself and go do those things and it's okay. Right. But for you, you're not a numbers person. Like, I'm not. I want that quality. Like yeah. I want something that's good. I want that. Like I am that type of person where if it's good and I meet you again, I'm going to want to play again with you. Yeah. And I'm I, not going to want to find a new one each time. And I feel like that's you in a nutshell. Like, you would be totally content if like, say you found one male mm-hmm. that you could play with kind of whenever we got together with them. Yeah. You wouldn't even really look for anything else. No, I don't think so. Like if, if it all worked, like say it was like, you know, a full swap between us and another couple, I would be a okay with that. Yeah. And if we were out somewhere else and something else came along, then maybe if, if everything, everything lined up, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you wouldn't be, on the sites looking like, Oh man, I need a new prospect. You know, no, no, I wouldn't be trying to like fill up my calendar. Yes. And see, like that's the biggest difference between you and someone like Brenna. Mm -hmm. Like she wants all the dick. Yeah. Where you're like, I just want one, maybe two good dick. (laughs) Like (laughs) I just want one, maybe two. I want my designated. (laughs) Yeah. 
who wants to be my DD, my designated dick? <laughs> so it's just very funny though to see, you know, the, 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 the two of you. Yeah. You know, because like you're both very attractive, very yeah. intelligent women, but you know, one wants to be slutty, <laughs> like super slutty. Yeah. And you don't like, in a way, you're still being slutty, but you don't want to take it to that extreme. Yeah. Of just finding someone new all the time. Yeah. It's fascinating. <laughs> it is. It is interesting. The psychology of swinging. Right. <laughs> and like ethical non-monogamy is, is amazing. To it me. is. There's so many different, like, it's almost like little loopholes here and there. <laughs> like you can just go down this path or go down that path and it's all different. Yeah. So, well, that was a really fun topic. Like yeah. I enjoy, you know, the, the threesome side of, of swinging just because it's much more accessible, I think, than the it, four ways. I do feel that it is. Um, now, I do feel kind of like, in, in some aspects, I feel like finding a single male is easier than that single female. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, just because I feel like but, the males aren't as picky. And but like, finding quality single males. That's, that's is, the hang up. Is just as hard as finding a quality single woman. Yes. Or it, a unicorn. Yes, exactly. So, all right. What do you got for Polly? All right. Now that we're <laughs> 42 minutes deep in this shit. Yeah, it happens. Well, this should be pretty brief. All right. So this was from one of the groups that I'm in for um, the Polly talk. And it was the wife and her husband are polyamorous. Now, the husband is not actively seeking a partner. However, he is aware that his wife is and he is consenting to this so what happened was i guess the wife had gone on a date and it was like an hour away from home and somehow this is total fluke but she ran into one of her husband's co-workers who saw that she was on this date which was not obviously her husband and and he called this out on the husband at work saying that his wife was cheating and you know i feel like this is kind of like the husband wasn't mad at her right but because obviously he knew she was there right he was consenting he knew everything that was going on um but one like there i don't even know how to really handle that besides like like bro this is at work what are you doing like you couldn't like okay. message me <laughs> like was it obvious that the woman was like on a date with this other guy? I would assume as much if the coworker had said uh, she's she's with another guy, she's cheating on you. That could just be that he saw her with another guy. Like I mean, I'm assuming he didn't see them fucking. No, but or like kissing. Well, that's but, what I'm saying. Like unless he saw like were they holding hands, were they kissing, you know. All it had said was that he had saw them on a date. Okay. So, so here's my take. Yeah. If he saw them kissing or holding hands or something that would insinuate that she was actually cheating, mm -hmm. then, I mean, if the guy's a friend, that's a good friend. If he doesn't know that you're in the lifestyle, like he's just looking out for you. Right. You know. But I mean, he calls the scene at work. Like the boss had to get involved. Oh, he caused a scene at work. Yeah. I thought so, he just called him at work. No, no. Like he called him out at work. Oh, like, called him out. Yes. Okay. So like it was a whole thing at work. So the boss got, had to intervene. And I mean, it's kind of one of those like, 
Well, should that have even really occurred at work? <laughs> well, no. I mean, that's a douchebag move. Like, he should have pulled him aside and been like, hey, dude, I saw your wife out with another guy. Yes. And then it could have been up to the husband to be, you know, to either tell him what was going on mm-hmm. or just be like, oh, no, that's, you know, an old friend of hers. Right. Or whatever their story was going to be. Yeah. Right. I mean. Because that's up to then his her husband to see if he would for him to choose if he was going to disclose like, Hey, we're swingers or I'm, I'm sorry, we're, we're Polly and she has a boyfriend and this was their date. Or if he was going to say something like you said, and Oh no, it was just an old friend. And I knew all about it. Yeah. I mean, like there's going to be the crowd that says, well, it's nobody's business what you do. And I agree. Like right. it's nobody's business. But if you were going to be out in public with someone other than your known spouse or partner, you have to kind of have it in the back of your mind that you could potentially get caught. Yes. And that's why at the majority of the places that I've worked, like I've told the people I work with, like, this is what we do. Yeah. That way, if they ever do see me or you out with somebody else, they're not like, oh, what the fuck, man? Right. So now I haven't told anyone I work with now just because I I don't really know them well enough yet. Yeah. Because I just started there. Um, And I have a feeling some of them are like the church type. Oh. So... Keep that under wraps. Yeah, you might have to keep that under wraps. I totally, I totally get that. But I mean, we try to be as open as we can be. Yeah. You know, while still maintaining that like level of safety, you Mm -hmm. know, but it is what it is. Like he he got called out at work. Yeah. Either let everybody that you work with know, hey, we're polyamorous. Yeah. We date other people. You don't like it? Fuck off. Like- and risk losing your job or whatever, but I almost feel like that shouldn't even happen. It shouldn't, but it's a thing. I mean, yeah. If people above you do not agree with your lifestyle choices in many states, it's you know an at will, you know, employment situation, yeah. so yeah. they can fire you for any reason. Yeah. And if they don't like the way you live your life, well, you're fired. Yeah. So, you know, and that's how it is here in Alabama. Yep. I know. Searching for jobs, and that's what they ask you all the time. Or if not ask you, they may have you sign it. Yeah. So it is what it is. And either grow some balls and be like, this is what we do. Mm-hmm. Or try to make excuses and sweep it under the rug and tell your partner to be more careful. I mean, she was an hour away, but I guess well, it wasn't farther, far enough. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's that doesn't really say much because like I work an hour away from. Oh, that's true. I live an hour away from where I work. That's true. Yeah. So. Like you can't really do that these days with people commuting and stuff. So, yeah, and it's not like you want to, you know, just stay in your house to have your dates either. You know? Yeah, I mean, you, wanna, like, you don't want to be sheltered with it. Yeah, so if you're gonna be polyamorous, you have to be aware that need, these is gonna happen. Yeah, like you have to be prepared to be out. Yeah, like you can't do this in secret. No, because we've already told on many episodes that it's not fair, and you can't have these other people that you're dating be your secret. Exactly. So, all right. What do you got for us for kink and BDSM? We have the face sitting. Face sitting? Yeah. Okay. So the face sitting is basically literally what it says is I'm going to sit on your fucking face. You're going to sit on my face? Yeah, I'm going to smother you. You're going to smother me with your ass. Or my pussy. Hmm. Whichever direction I face, I feel like facing. And okay, I'm just going to so, sit on my throne. <laughs> so 
for those of you who may not be familiar with the kink or BDSM world, mm-hmm. face sitting is when typically when a woman sits on a man's face to restrict oxygen to him. Yes. Like it's, it's like a form of breath play. Yes. It's a form of breath play. Um, it's different than like when you sit on your man's face to have him eat you out. Mm-hmm. Because when you do that, like you have to kind of hover. Yeah. Where, like you can put weight, but you have to at least let him open his mouth and move his tongue. Right. So you're only putting like a quarter of your body weight down on them. Yeah. Where when you face it. Like, like you're just dropping your weight on them. Yeah. You're just plopping right down. Mm-hmm. And. Which is usually why the person will be laying down for yep. it. So yes. that way you can just sit on their face. And you'll see this a lot. Uh, men will want this from larger ladies. Yes, yes. Your your BBWs. Yes, this is a very popular thing for the BBWs. Um, you know, because they got them cheeks. Yeah, they do. That will like engulf your head. Well, I mean, they're usually the size of your head. <laughs> oh, like one cheek is the size yeah. of your head. <laughs> so, I mean, it's definitely a thing. Mm-hmm. And they've got the thighs too, so... It's just all just smothering. Yeah. So I'm curious how this is going to work. If you're going to sit on my face, mm-hmm. because while you have a great ass, oh, thanks. it's, it's not a large ass. Well, we're going to try. So like, I'm just wondering how this is going to work. Well, there's only one way to find out. One way to find out. You're going to yeah. sit on my fucking face. Yes, I am. Okay. So we need to get set up for this. Yes. Move some microphones around real quick, real quick. So we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back with Tink crushing my skull. Okay. So I am on the ground. Yes, you are. Or you should be. Laying on a blanket with a pillow. I have a microphone down here by my head. Tink is straddling me. (laughs) I'm trying to do this without harpooning you with my heels. Yes, don't harpoon me with your heels. (laughs) Okay, so she is facing the top of my head. Yes, so right now my pussy is basically just hovering above him, and I'm going to sit down now. All right, so I am now sitting directly on his face with my pussy right on him, and I just dropped my whole weight. Basically, I'm sitting on him like he's my chair. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are you doing down there? Mm-hmm. You what? Mm-hmm. You have a pussy in your face? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I, I kind of heard what he said. So, do, do you like that? Is that good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A good thing I only weigh like 130 pounds. Is it is it working as far as me not really being a BBW? You're like hiding under my skirt. I'm saying peekaboo with him. Yeah, it's working. Mm-hmm. All right. So now I'm gonna turn around. And I'm going to try with my ass since I have a tiny ass. So we're going to kind of see if it either does better than me just sitting. I felt that. He's touching me with his tongue on my clit. I felt it. Um, I'm going to see if my ass can kind of suffocate him better than what my pussy and thighs are doing right now. So I'm going to turn myself around. Breathe a little bit. You alive? I'm alive. Your nipples are hurt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to do this again. My, I think my dick's getting hard. It, it is. <laughs> All right, so this might be a little bit trickier. All right. 
Are you good down there? All right. So I'm not really sure if my ass is doing a whole grade of a job because, like, it's a little butt. Am, am I suffocating you enough? Okay. He says I'm suffocating him enough, so I guess this works. I mean, your dick's getting hard, so. <laughs> does that feel good? Mm-hmm. It does? Mm-hmm. Mm. I guess I should sit my ass on you more often and just suffocate you with it. <laughs> I'm just going to wiggle my butt on his, on his face. Good? Uh, yeah. You need some air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll give him some air now. Hmm. <laughs> At least I know it makes your cock hard. It did. Like, my dick is totally hard right now. <laughs> Whew. So that is how we do face sitting. That's actually the first time I've ever, like, had that. Really? Like, for actual face sitting and not, like... Having not. someone ride my face. Ah. It was definitely interesting. Was it a good breath play? Like, Yeah. I mean. Like you can kind of breathe because you can like literally lift me up because I'm so tiny. Well, yeah. I mean. But <laughs> so like, you know for a fact you're not going to die without that But when you air. had your ass, like when you had your asshole like right <laughs> on my nose. Yeah. Um, that position was hard to breathe uh-huh. because. like It was smushing everything. Yeah. Because. Like, your ass was, like, covering my nose, and then your your pussy was covering my mouth, and I couldn't really... There was no way of getting air in then. Yeah. So that was more of a way of doing more of that breath play yeah. than me sitting facing the other direction with my pussy on your face. Yes. Good to know. So... Good to know. It was definitely interesting. Um, and, like, obviously, like, because you have panties on, mm-hmm. it added a different level of like sensation okay because it wasn't just like your skin on my skin it was like that smooth like a uh, panty material but i could feel the heat from oh, your pussy interesting the material uh-huh and then you know like obviously like i could smell your smells yeah while i could breathe <laughs> <laughs> which you know, I think for a lot of men, turns us on. Like, well, I mean, that's kind of where that fetish comes in, where people like to buy p- worn panties because you right. have that feminine odor. Yes, and like it's a mixture of like the pussy smell and the ass smell. Yeah, and I mean, like you just took a shower, so like your ass is clean, right? But I mean, it still has an aroma. It yeah, it will. It will still even after taking a shower, you have a slight aroma. It just it is what it is. It's what our body does. But like. That's a huge turn on. Huh. I mean, with everything I mean, combined. I, w- I would say so. <laughs> yeah. So I'd say that's a win. Like, Sweet. Like, I can understand why the submissive guys... Want to have... Want that. Yeah. Like, it's a very sexy, intimate position. Yeah. Because, like, you can't do anything, really. I no. mean, like, if I was, like, tied down... Right. You would You would literally... Would, would have that little I'd bit of panic. Your mer- but- yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I felt that because I wasn't trying. <laughs> right, you weren't. You were just laying there. Move. Just, I'm dead. I'm dead to the yeah. world. So, like, I was trying to put myself in that position of, like, what if I couldn't move at all? Yeah. And it does. It, like, it strikes that little bit of panic in you. Huh. But at the same time, you're like, I love this. Like, don't, <laughs> don't move. Don't stop. <laughs> yeah. I want you to keep smothering me. Yeah. 
So that's awesome. That's that's pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, ten out of ten would recommend. All right. E- even if you're a dominant type, let your chick sit on your face. Like yeah. literally sit. Put all her weight on your face. Yep. Just put that pillow behind your head and be like, "Come here, honey. Sit on my face." Yep. And I did kind of like how you were like kind of moving your hips a little bit. Yeah. Like, did that feel good for you? Like, kind of, yeah. Like, like, almost like you were dry humping my face a little kinda, bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, kind of like a starting that dominance of like, look, I'm sitting on your face and you can't fucking do nothing about it. Right. And if it turned you on, like, if you were, you know, pleasuring yourself mm-hmm. with my face, like, that's hot to me. <laughs> and I think that's part of what made me hard. It very well might have been. So, that would make sense. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed that. <laughs> Even as a very dominant man, like, awesome, I enjoyed that. So, that was a good kink. Yeah, I enjoyed that, and I'm sure our listeners, if they give it a shot, <laughs> will enjoy it as well. I think so. And ladies, do not be afraid. Like, nope, just drop your weight. Cause guess what? If he can't, he will die in a happy, glorious way. I'm just kidding. He's not gonna die, but. <laughs> He will find a way to, like, lift you off and, you know, obviously check in just to make sure, especially you've been sitting on him for, like, two, three minutes. Probably should check in on him if he hasn't moved. (laughs) Yeah, which I'm actually about to move. You're about to move? Yeah. I'm going to get up so that we can close this show out. All right. Sounds like a plan. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to another episode of the Kitchen Sink E&M and Kink Podcast. Please make sure to check out the people who support us, VJ's Hotspot, The Trendy Pineapple, and also Pandora's Resort. They are really awesome people, and they love and support the lifestyle just the way we do. So please make sure that you go and check them out. And if you'd like to find us on social media, you can find us pretty much everywhere at K-S-E-N-M and Kink Podcast. That's all the major socials. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Clapper, and also now we are moving away from OnlyFans and you can find all of our video and picture content at fansly.com slash K-S-E-N-M and kink podcast.